Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Thanks for joining us on Racing Nation. And now, thanks to the Southern Hotel. And don't forget the brand new terrace bar out there at the Southern Hotel. They had a big day out there for Cup Day. Of course, Bar 839 always out there with all of the big screens, all of the sporting action. It's time for Tatey's Tips with none other than Chris Tate. How are you this week? Oh, look, a bit deflated this week, James. You know, the, you? the Melbourne Cup Melbourne Cup um, hoodoo of mine continues. 47 years, uh, zero strike rate. And, you know, a bit deflated this week after uh, after all the great racing. The racing's been sensational, but the account hasn't reflected that. <laughs> Gee, that's one of the talk about sports great uh, hoodoos. Forty-seven years. Yeah, yeah. No, and my my mates were just cheering the whole the whole way. They just go, just great when you, you when you like to face because you know that gives puts more value in our bets. <laughs> what a what a friends for, eh? And I was I was on the overs on both of them. You know, realm of flowers at twenty six dollars and. Doville legend at seven fifties and anyway. That's 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 punting and we, we, we move on. <laughs> Another year to uh to to prep yourself to come back and break next, the hoodoo. Next year, next, year. next year is my year, James, yeah. yeah. How many years have you been saying that to yourself? Yeah, a while. <laughs> a while. That but that look, I, that's an incredible streak. But that that, that happens. I, I I remember um, it's not as bad as yours in terms of years wise, but I think it was twenty odd years or so before I had backed a Wheatwood winner. That was my hoodoo for a long, long period of time, and then I I broke it in spectacular fashion with um, Al's one, ridden by uh, Tony Webb, Jason Taylor beat. Oh yes, remember the year? Yeah, uh, came Michael Nolan. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Treasure the or Treasure the Quillamite on set. Anyway, anyway, they ran the top three: uh, Ron Geltz and Alan Ross. So, and um, I backed the three of them. I backed the three of them. <laughs> didn't have a Quinella. Didn't have a trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> but you've you've ticked that box. You can move on now. Yeah. So I'm sure, I, so, you, I'm sure yeah. you've backed one since. Yeah, I have after, actually. After yeah, you break the drought, actually. yeah, yeah. So that that that's my um, that's I guess my my words of optimism for you. So when when you yeah. when you break the hoodoo, you do it in spectacular fashion. That's right. They say that with you know long suffering horses that keep running places, don't they? Once they break through, they they tend to go on with it a bit. <laughs> so let's let's hope let's hope that's me. Let's hope um, let's hope um, yes, next year is my year, two thousand twenty three. The year of Tatey's tips, landing the Melbourne tips. Cup winner. Melbourne Cup winner. I'm, if I'm going to back three, I'm going to put them in a trifecta, though, because after hearing that story, then yeah, I'm going and to it paid, it, yeah, it paid plenty. Yeah, because they were all they around ten odd dollars, and the favourite that year in a, um, was oh, gee, it's the year the favourite fell. I should know its name, but uh, it was a grave. Rex Lips was one of them, and then no, well, Startel, tell them one of those oh, fell. Startel, yeah, yeah, one of them. Start, yeah. Yeah. What am I telling you? Anyway, whatever year that was. So, but that was, yeah. But Tony Webb and Jason Taylor, I, I was up on the rail. Got the money from Prince Akeem, and that was uh, speaking of hoodoo, but Michael Nolan for a long period of time. So they just can't win a Wheatwood. Yeah, can't win a Wheatwood, and it took him a long time to be able to break the the drought as well. And when he finally did, well, Tony Gollins still hasn't won a Wheatwood, so you're That's in good correct. company. No, exactly right. I I move in the right circles. 
you're in good company. But anyway, well, that's a... It is one of sports great who do. So let's hope that, uh, as you said, 2023 is the year that you'll break the duck with the Melbourne Cup. So let's hope that that is the case. But you're right, it has been a great week. There's been some really, really good racing. I think there's, some, there's always great stories that come out of this week, whether it's James McDonald riding, obviously, a million winners. Mark Zara, of course, after last year. Gold trip, what a story. You know, when's the last time you saw a horse run Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate, Melbourne Cup? You don't see that these days. He won it. You don't rarely see a Melbourne Cup winner carry that sort of weight. Yes, it has been a really, really good week, but it's been a pretty good week here locally as well. We've had, of course, a, a big seven days of racing, a great day of racing um, on Tuesday. And uh, just quickly to digress on that, I thought there was an open company race there on Tuesday that carried a lot of significance, of course, with uh, King of the Mountains just around the corner. And, gee, I think a few horses there will um, will add to their popularity. Simply Fly was a, was a fantastic return. It was huge, huge down the outside. There was lots of... Um Hard luck stories in the race, mm. but Simply Fly was great. And it was unsuitable distance because I don't think Simply Fly is a thousand metre horse, but it, it's it's returned in in good stead, and I'm sure that if it hasn't already been snapped up by one of the slot holders, um, it'll certainly be in there because it was very impressive. I thought. Yeah, agree. Thought it was really impressive, but as you said, still Kisikano was good. Uh, Another horse that will come into contention there, of course, the the, the runner of Mark Curry's that, that resumed there as well. The name, of course, is J. Sweet Bell. J. So, Sweet Bell, yeah. Yeah, and the one actually I'm really curious about is Chinny Boom. Surely it's got to be in contention. Well, you'd, you'd think so, but maybe it might be a step too far. Maybe they, they look after it and, and give it a break and, you know, have a crack at a winter carnival or something like that. $750,000 is a lot of money. It is, it is, but um, if it keeps racking up um, metro cutises, um, it, it's uh, it's got plenty because it was you know it, it was taken on last week and and kept Good fighting win. you know um, not as impressive as as the ninety seven lengths or whatever they've been she's been donkey licking them in Rocky but um, taken on um, found something they had their chance to run it down and and didn't so I, I I was there and I thought it was pretty impressive live it's, it's it's nothing spectacular to look at in the yard, James. You know, you, mm. you talk about these great horses and when you look at it, it looked very fit, looked very forward, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be it wouldn't be jumping out at me as as wow, look at that you know, look at that horse. So yeah, no, great training performance by Clinton Taylor and good luck to them, I say. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, but she's a three year old filly there and of course, they have to stretch to the 1,200 and be a few questions there, but I'm sure that's what I love about these slot races and that's the intrigue that it's created. All of these horses, all of a sudden, the names sort of start popping up and you think, could it be a contender? Or, And as I said, every open company sprint race that you see now in Queensland, has, I think, has a little bit, will have a few extra eyes on it, particularly from the slot holders. But anyway, that's all into the future, as is this meeting. Let's see if we can find a few winners on the card. Doombin, the venue, your thoughts, track-wise conditions, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it's it's rated soft five, but they've had no rain, and you'd think it would be it would get into the good range, but it'll be dooming. So, like, there'll be you know it'll be good giving the ground. I think it'll be a perfect racing service. The rail's at five and a half metres, which is always a little concern if you're on uh, horses coming from the back at Doombin. So, my only thoughts are you'd need you'd need horses in the front half of the field because that five and a half metres makes it pretty tough. Uh, to get around Doombin, so something something towards the the front half of the field. If they come from the back, the, the pace is either 
going to be absolutely crazy or just be a good horse, I guess. But I'll be looking for horses that are up the front. All right. Well, that's your thoughts on the track patterns and how it will play. We've got four best bets on the program. Tatey's tips, of course, always all up there on Twitter free for everyone to see, usually up there by a Friday night. So you can jump on and follow them there and see all of Tatey's selections. We pick out the best of the best to go through on Racing Nation each week. So let's have a look at those. We'll start in race number three on the program. Here it is, the Sky Racing Phillies and there's Benchmark 70 Handicap. This one is over 1,200, 1200 metres. Your thoughts here? Uh, I've gone for number three, Baloo. Um, barrier two. Um, got 60 and a half kilos, but um, ridden by Kyle Wilson Taylor, so uh, gets the claim there. Um Got good track stats. It's one at Doombin, one at the distance, one at the track in the distance. It's one on a good track. And first up, it's three goes for two wins, which which is good. It won a, a trial by 1.8 lengths at the Sunshine Coast on the 18th of October. Um, last prep, it just ran in um, class races. It was two lengths behind horses like Ranch Hand and R&T. They took it to Sydney last start. Uh, um, it, it won the Toowoomba Guineas um, last year. I know this is 1,200, but I think um, goes well, sprints well fresh. Uh, it maps three pairs back. It's drawn to do no work from Barrier 2. And I think horses like Morton Bay and Amity Gal and Cozzy, the grey, will will um, provide the pace in the race and it'll close off well. And um, if you watch the trial, it, it won its trial. It's a very flashy horse. It's got... It's got the, the, the white socks and it's got the big white blaze and so it's a very nice looking horse and hopefully it'll be nice looking when it crosses the line in first position. It is race three, number three, Baloo. Let's go down to race number five here, Mount Franklin Benchmark 75. This one's over the 2,200 metres. Who are you pinning your hopes on here? Go with the Tony Golan train, Ryan Maloney, ridden Coupe de Tenere. Um I think that's how you say it, being a... A French-speaking native that I am, um, 56 and a half kilos. Uh, this one maps two pairs back, and it'll just be stalking the speed. It's got a really good turn of foot. Um, it's one at the distance, um, two wins on the good. In last start at Ipswich, it beat a horse called Gambu, and Gambu come out and make a mess of, made a mess of them on Tuesday um, at Eagle Farm, one by six lengths. So it's in good form. Um, it's it's racing against the, the group of stays that go around every second week. And I think it's just a bit of new blood on the scene. It's currently around the $7.50, and I think it's a, a terrific um, each-way uh, bet at $7.50. I'm very, very keen each-way. Uh, Coupe de Tenere. Coupe de Tenere is the one to be on in the fifth. Let's go down to the seventh here, the 4X Class 6 plate. This one is over the 1,350 metres. Your thoughts here? Uh, I've gone with number three, Gun Tontes, uh, trained by Robert Heathcote, once again written by Kyle Wilson-Taylor, so I hope KWT has a great day. Um, Gun Tontes, uh, maps three pairs back, was a great run to place last start behind, um, two lengths behind, proper rogue last start, who's just absolutely airborne from the Golan stable at the moment. Um, it's uh, it's placed at Doombin, it's one at the track and the distance, one at 13.50, it's won three times at the 13.50 and four of its five wins have been on a good track and it's going into this race third up and it's one third up before so um, 
it's currently $15, so I think it's a great, um, just a small each-way play. And um, especially that form last start behind Proper Rogue um, is the one that uh, entices me because I just think it gets uh, a good run, good run, and um, after the claim it comes in with only 56 kg, so I like it each way. Each way there, Gun Tontes. It is in race number seven. Let's go down the page to rounding up the quartet from Tady Race Nine, the Nova 106.9 New Year's Eve party on sale now, benchmark 90. This one's over the 1640. The lucky last. What are we on in the get out? Uh, very, very open race. Um, we've got um, last race, Larry on mm. um, Linfield Lad. Linfield Lad again. Um, I've gone around. I've gone back to. Um, uh, number two, Hail Manhattan. I know you were keen on Hail Manhattan last start. Mm. Um, last start was on the heavy eight. And I, I think if you just forget the run on the heavy eight, just didn't seem to handle the heavy. If you look at the starts before, um, it, ran, it ran second at, uh, second at Eagle Farm. Uh, second at Eagle Farm. And before that, ran 2.1 lengths behind Axe in a Wheatwood. Uh, it was a really good run. It's a rock-hard fit. Um, it, the distance, it's had eight starts for two wins, three seconds and a third. So track and distance, it's one, and it's one at Doombin. So I, I think uh, it's currently around the $16, $18 mark. And I just think that if you forget the last run on the heavy, um, I, I think it's it's at the mile at Doombin. Um, it's, a, it's a good bet. Once again... A small each way play. Don't outlay much when you're when you're looking at sixteen, eighteen dollars uh, to get a good return. So Hail Manhattan for me in what's a tough race in the last. But um, I think if you ignore the heavy run, uh, it's right in the race. Okay, there we go. So plenty of value in the selections this week. So recapping, we're race three, number three, Bolu. Race five, number six, Coup du Tonnerre. Race seven, number three, Guntontes. Race nine, number two, Hail Manhattan. Right, how are we dispersing the units amongst those four? Uh, um, Blue, I've gone. It's my best win bet. Um, so 1.5 units, um, the win. Uh, the others are all each way. I think Coupe de Tenere is the, definitely the best each way. Very keen on it. So a unit each way and half a unit each way on the other two. So five and a half units in total. Right, so there we have it. So the best is early in the day, race three, number three, Blue, and we finish... Today with plenty of value there in the seventh and the ninth. All right, that's your thoughts on racing from Doombin. Wrapping up a very, very big week for uh, for racing fans. Certainly one for the stayers. So uh, we get to the third meeting, third metropolitan meeting in Brisbane in seven days. Had an Ipswich in between there as well, and it's been a very, very busy week of racing. So hopefully we can finish it off on the right note. Tady, as always, thank you for joining us on the show, and hopefully we've helped the punters find a few winners. Good on you, James. Good luck to the punters. You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea. 